Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Fox Nomad podcast. This is the ninth episode, and it's kind of a special episode because it's going to be a little bit different than the usual format. And on top of that, because this is a special episode, you get another episode that's coming out in a day or two right after you listen to this one. And this episode really came out of the lockdown situation. Earlier this week, I reached out to my newsletter subscribers and I asked, why don't you share me some of your stories from quarantine around the world, where you are, what you're doing, and what life is like. So I decided I got such a great response and I made a video about it and check that video out on YouTube. But I wanted to share these full stories with you in their longer format so that you can maybe hear what other people are going through and sort of uh, in a way feel connected as this is a global pandemic, but it's, it's also a global lockdown. Like we're all feeling the effects of this situation. So on top of that, I reached out to some of my travel blogging friends who sent videos from where they are in the world. So I'm going to mix those stories into these stories that I'm going to read to you as well. I hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world and still washing your hands and isolating and all the things that we should be doing. And for those of you who have been asking me whether or not I'm traveling, I'm not traveling. I'm in Istanbul, Turkey. You might have seen a couple of videos that I've been making recently from Nepal, India and Pakistan coming up in a couple of tech reviews. All of those were shot basically right before the lockdown. So I spent the last two or three, actually six months in over 20 cities. But the latest videos are from the last month and a half or so. All that footage was taken before when I was traveling before the lockdown. I came back to Istanbul and I had some other trips planned right after that, but they all got canceled, obviously. So those are not happening, but I've got plenty of content and plenty of footage that I've taken actually from the last couple of months. So maybe it is better that I'm not traveling right now. Even if there wasn't this Corona situation, I've got a lot of catch up on. So I've got a lot of editing to do. So that's the situation there. As far as my daily routine doesn't really change much. I, I don't, I'm working always at a laptop. So um, aside from, and I don't, I'm not really a cafe worker. A lot of people, when I, when I visit a city, they'll give me recommendations on cafes and places outdoors to work. And I almost never, ever, ever do that. First of all, I've got a ton of equipment. So I, I just, I've got all these hard drives I've got to set up and I'm doing a lot of filming. So I can't really do that outside. And I just work much better in sort of a, a home environment than I do at a cafe environment. From time to time, I might mix it up, but it's pretty rare. So as far as working at cafes or out or anything like that, that's not something that I did anyway. And uh, aside from really the gyms and, and martial arts classes and socializing, you know, those have been affected. But as far as my daily routine in, in terms of work, that really hasn't changed too much. I have noticed that a lot of advertisers and a lot of events like uh, the worldwide developer conference all those have been canceled so a lot of plans of events or things that i was going to attend are not going to happen a lot of advertisers are holding off their advertising a lot of products a lot of travel and tech products it seems like they're holding back on those we've got a, more on that in the next episode so be sure you listen to that but these are this episode is really all about your stories and what you're going through and what it's like where you are so I hope you enjoyed this sort of trip around the world in this podcast from the stories from your fellow listeners and readers and viewers. So here we go. All right. So the first email is from Pam and she says, I am in Colorado on the front range. It's a beautiful spring day and I'm sheltering at home. For me, this is no big deal. When I used to work, I worked from home. So I'm quite used to being isolated between trips. I feel like I've been training for this for 30 years. 
There's a lot of fear out there and I understand it as I have four high-risk issues to deal with. The trip to the store tomorrow at 6 a.m. might be interesting. But I just flew home and saw that no one, all capitalized, no one at security, no one at security at Denver airport. That was the most shocking. Things will all work out. We all just need to be mindful and do this for others. I'm also planning several trips soon. So there you go. Thanks, Pam, for sending that. The next message is from Julia in Fethiye, Turkey. We're taking the opportunity to go through our cookery books on the shelves to experiment with more dishes, Turkish and international. We're also going to do lots of blog cleaning and also research and write all those long articles we've been trying to find time for. The exercise mat and dumbbells are in use too. Although we've been staying at home for a week, apart from shopping and the odd bit of exercise, we're yet to find time for either cooking or blogging activity. It's amazing how busy you can be Difficult not to become sidetracked with the ever-updating news. Hope you're well. Thank you. It sounds like you're doing well also and making the most of the time that you have. Next message is from Laura. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, and we're under a shelter-in-order place. I teach college history, so I'm preparing to do that remotely starting next week. I'm spending my time catching up on some reading. It's amazing how the absence of everyday white noise in my life is helping me refocus and reprioritize. That said, I'll be happy to be able to get back on the road. So far, I've had to cancel travel through April, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed for July, Mexico's trip. Yeah, I think everybody is sort of wondering what's going to happen to summer travel plans. I think spring travel plans have been pretty fairly cut off. This one is from Angelina. I just arrived home, Canada, from Cuba, where I'm normally based, and I'm quarantined in my childhood bedroom as I didn't want to potentially infect my mother. There's not much to do in a room except work, so I chose a quarantine challenge to write 14 blog posts in 14 days. I wanted the sense of achievement to be greater than the feeling of uncertainty. I'm also on a media blackout, and I'm off Facebook and Twitter. In Cuba, I have limited media access, and I have to search for information, so I didn't have the same sense of anxiety and dread that people at home felt because they were in a constant news cycle. But even three days being back, I was consuming so much more media and people's fears on Facebook about the economy, I could feel the anxiety growing. I decided that watching press conferences, reading Facebook groups and tweets were bad for my mental health. I cannot control anything other than staying in a room and focusing on work, so there's no point in being, quote, up to date as more information made things work. Hope all is well with you. Thank you very much. I hope all is well with you also. And before I get to the next email, here are some updates from your travel blogging friends. Hi, how you guys doing? I hope you're doing good during these tough times. I'm Daniel Galan from Granada, Spain. I work at the City Hall and I have my blog, El Viaje del Mapache. And I'm telling you how the situation is in Spain. As you know, the situation in our country has been like kind of tough and we've been in a lockdown for over 14 days. So this has been hard. Uh, I'm just working from home. I'm working hard on my blog and well, just staying at home at, uh, at 8 p.m. every day. Uh, the people from Spain goes on the streets like to the balconies and to their windows. And we give a big applause to all those people that work in the sanitary and health systems because they are the real heroes from this crisis. Hey, hey, Jesse here from Jesse on a Journey coming to you from my apartment in Manhattan. 
Um, it's March 25th. The situation in New York City seems to be changing by the hour, at least it feels that way. Right now, there are no non-essential businesses allowed open, though the definition is a little murky, like um, a lot of construction workers are still working. Um, I've seen some retail stores still open, so, but anyway, there's no restaurants, bars, cafes. I do hip hop classes at two different studios and both of them are continuing to do like the live stream classes. Comedy clubs are doing live streams. You could do paint night as a live stream. So that's been really interesting to see how the businesses that I love supporting <laughs> during regular times are still kind of getting creative and allowing you to use their services and enjoy, you know, what they do even now, which I think is super helpful for getting through this. Something interesting I'd say is that I have uh, been more social this past like two weeks than I have before the whole coronavirus thing, just because all of my friends are planning all these live streams, or not live streams, Zoom parties, I'll call them, like meeting up on Zoom, grabbing a glass of wine, talking, playing games and Jackbox and things. So that's been kind of fun. Like last Friday, I was on Zoom with like 15 friends from 8 to tw 8 p.m. to 12.30 at night. So that's that's been really helpful. If you have not been doing that, try to get a group of friends together for a game night and some wine on Zoom. And it's me again. So the next email, the next, I, I want to call them letters. Is that weird? I don't know. It just seems nicer. Letters. I guess, I guess they're emails. They, they are letters too, right? I mean, just not handwritten. Whatever. Anyway, I'm sidetracked. All right. The next email is from Paul. Paul says, Merhaba. Merhaba, Paul. Looks pretty calm in Istanbul. It is. It is pretty calm here. And uh, Paul says, here in Berlin, things have slowed down. Everything but the supermarkets. I, you know, when I read this, this, spot cough shops and pharmacies are closed. Just takeout is available. Berlin COVID stats from today, uh, 1,006. This was from a couple of days ago. Two deaths, not so bad so far. I'm flattening the curve at home, out rarely, but busy on the laptop nonetheless. I'm using the time to study as I'm branching out into use UX, UI design, just not enough good writing jobs and preparing a UX course in August. So learning some design principles, some coding and wireframe, prototyping software, Adobe XD, Sketch, etc., as well as more practice on Affinity and Designer, very little freelancing writing work, almost none, so doing training projects for UX, UI only. Could do with a bit of income though, ha. People are being quite sensible here it seems, but still more going outside than you'd think. Subway slash train stations are quite dead and the panic buying seems to have subsided a bit. Kind of surreal, but also business as usual a bit. Very weird. At least spring emerges. Once life, travel, gets back to a semblance of normality, I want to travel to Turkey. Thank you very much, Paul. And Paul also shared this picture from Alexanderplatz and it's completely empty. So that, that metro station there is just completely empty. If you watch my video... Uh, which I'll link to in the show notes. So if you want to see these photos that I'm talking about, you can see those in that video. They're all there. Um, but it looks pretty, pretty quiet. And it does kind of make me wonder. So for for places that are warm or where the weather is nicer, I wonder if quarantining people is just way more difficult. I've noticed, so in Istanbul here, the weather the last couple of days has been just really cold and rainy. And there's nobody outside. I mean, there was nobody outside in the streets anyway, 
but the few people that were outside it's now like almost no people so i don't think people want to go outside but over the weekend when the weather was warmer and it was sunny there were a lot more people outside the parks were full of people so it just it's kind of interesting it does make me wonder if it's easier to to enforce a quarantine when the weather is kind of you know kind of crappy i wonder like if this were happening in the in the later spring or in the summer would it just be way more of a mess and as the season as we do get into spring and summer at least in the northern hemisphere if if all of this uh quarantine is quarantining is going to become more difficult so uh, that'd be interesting to see all right so the next email is from steve says i'm in panama again and glad i didn't go to india as i had originally planned i'm now sort of quote man without a country all flights in and out of panama have now been canceled that may seem like something terrible but it's not my return ticket was for may 12th so i'm hoping all will return to normal by then but if it isn't i'm fully prepared to extend my visa visa until it is as you all know by now i'm retired traveling full time and wherever i am there i am i'm in an area of panama that has no positively tested people for covid-19 which is a beautiful tropical paradise on an island in the caribbean please don't take this story as a rub it in i'm here and you're not as i write this it's 8 a.m. 80 degrees and raining i have a good ac in my room that i run much of the time it's just three or four showers a day mostly to cool off now i have whatsapp on my phone so i can talk unlimited for free to anyone in the world thank you very much steve for your story uh glad the weather is nice and keep keep washing your hands so the next letter is from lorraine from sheffield in the uk and it says our virus experience is changing hour by hour up to my writing this we were asked to socially distance ourselves 2 meters apart and self isolate if over 60 seriously ill sorry if over 70 seriously ill or have symptoms there's no mandatory ruling to stay at home yet i'm currently self isolating as i developed a dry cough luckily i have no temperature so far this is a new symptom for me and i'm just hoping it's a spring cold i have a couple of days of my 7 days to go and i'm feeling remarkably settled Mother's Day was hard not being able to be with my daughter and grandson but other than that one big cry I'm getting on with the household chores watching TV but trying not but trying to avoid the sensationalist news programs music has become my happy place be it the radio Spotify downloads or old CDs still uh, sitting still and listening to music is a joy I had forgotten about thank you very much let me know what you're listening to all of you listening Uh, tweet me at Fox Nomad. I'd be interesting to hear and see what's on your playlist. Can always use a good uh, playlist and new music to listen to from around the world. So let me know. Let me know what. Let me know what you are listening to aside from this podcast. Which, if you're listening right now, you should. If you haven't already, go to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast from. Go there and give it five stars and a little review. Hopefully uh that's a big help for the podcast it gets the word out about the podcast and it's also just makes me feel nice so who and who doesn't want to do that All right so thank you very much for your message I've got two more messages from two of my other travel blogging friends out there in the world so I hope you enjoy what they have to say and an update from them Hi everyone this is Claudia of my adventures across the world I am filming from the comfort of my sofa in Cagliari, Italy, 
or have been in lockdown for it's gonna be two weeks tomorrow. You know, it's um, been a bit of a roller coaster of emotions for all of us here in Italy. We've been the second country to go into lockdown after Wuhan, China. And since then, uh, many other countries followed um, in these extreme measures to keep the coronavirus uh, at bay. It's been weird because when Italy was crying for help and begging other countries to please, please don't make our mistakes, others were just looking as if this would never happen to them. And it was concerning. Thankfully, things have changed and now countries are taking main important measures to fight this. But meantime, my, my hope is that the world changes and it becomes a better place and that we manage to build a better world for everyone together, free of racism, free of discrimination and free of the many issues we've encountered so far. I know I'll be taken to the streets when this is over to demand uh, more, a better, better healthcare system and to demand a Europe that is actually fair and that is for the people and not for the banks. So if this has had an impact on me, it's been that. Other than that, I keep on working. Uh, travel blogs are suffering right now and my income has gone down to zero, I think. I, I, I don't care to look, but um, I stay positive that things will change soon and people will start traveling again. And uh, I continue uh, publishing post after post and see what happens. I hope you're all safe. Um, please stay at home. Stay at home. It's important now. Hi everyone, this is Sherry from Ots World, and uh, thank you, Anil, for asking for this update. So I am actually here at home inside in uh, Denver, Colorado. Uh, it's a very sunny day right now, very nice. And just officially, three minutes ago, something like that, um, we went into official lockdown here in the city of Denver. Um, only essential you know, reasons to go outside the home, uh, mainly groceries, pharmacy, that type of stuff, the typical stuff that we're seeing all over the world. Uh, so we're in it for sure until April 10th, and then they will reevaluate. So that is Denver, which means that I am sitting here at my little desk in my tiny little studio apartment, which feels really, which will probably feel really tiny after two weeks or so. <laughs> Um, just working away and uh, I'm trying to use the time to work on website stuff yeah and try not to think too much uh, about the nature and future of the travel industry anyway so that means I'm just sitting here dreaming of where I'm going next I have had a lot of trips cancel at this point obviously and I'm just hoping that the second half of the year can be salvaged uh, here in Denver, we are experiencing quite a few cases of COVID-19. It's going to be going up and these next two weeks are probably going to be really bad. So hopefully everyone will do their part and stay in. Um, so that's kind of my update from Colorado. Uh, trying to remain upbeat. One thing I do have is to keep me busy is foster kittens. So because I travel all the time, one of the things that I do is foster kittens when I'm home for short periods because it's a way that I can have a pet as a traveler. There's a mama cat and three kittens. 
The mama cat is still nursing. Those three kittens are gonna be coming out. So if you wanna follow me on at Otsworld, um, you won't be seeing travel right now, but you will be seeing kittens. So stay safe, everyone. All right, welcome back. I've got another letter for you from Bessie in Chicago, who says we're on we're under lockdown and I'm grateful the virus is spreading rapid, rapidly and testing barely shows the truth. We're mostly warm inside our house, working from home and watching our two kids. I'm on FaceTime and video chat a lot. We get outside to bike and play with our kids, mostly in the larger fields near Lake Michigan. And she shared a picture, which was very nice. Uh, if you, like I said, I will link to that video I, where you can see these photos of people from around the world and what they're doing in their quarantine time. I should also mention that these emails that I received were over a period of time, but they started coming in early this week. So any of the news, any of the dates, any of that kind of stuff, just it's all pretty much probably out of date by the time you are listening to this. So that's just something to keep in mind. And here's a letter from Denise in Northern Virginia. I'm located in Northern Virginia where COVID-19 restrictions are slowly coming into place. Many businesses around me stayed open until today. This was written on March 23rd. When the governor, when the governor announced that all non-essential businesses would close, grocery shopping is a hassle because people are panicky and hoarding, but at least we are still out loud out at least we are still allowed outside and at parks. For me personally, life has been mostly business as usual. I was already teleworking a few days a week, and now I am every day and generally enjoy my own company. I can find 8 million things that I need to do at home at all times. With today's announcement, however, the small family-owned gym that I will go to will close, so that has an impact on my daily routine. I have several friends who have been impacted emotionally and financially, so I'm hyper aware how, so I'm hyper aware of how lucky I am to be able to do work from home. I've been trying to find creative ways to stay active as well as keep in touch with friends and family, especially those who are having a harder time dealing with the new normal. Thank you very much and a good message indeed. If you have friends or family, especially those who might be older or who might be you know, immune compromised for whatever reason and who really can't go out or shouldn't be out, uh, make sure you're calling them. Make sure you're giving them a video call as well. They might It might be nice for them to hear from you. Uh, aside from this pandemic and this quarantining being for our physical health, there's also obviously uh, an impact on our mental health. We're very social creatures that is in our DNA. So being isolated and, and being alone is very difficult um, and it can have a, a toll, especially for those who don't have the option to go out, um, who were getting sick would be very dangerous for them. So just make sure that you're giving them a call um, you know, send a text message, but a, a video call would be nice too. I think they would appreciate it. All right, next email from Heather in Portland, which is in Oregon in the United States. I'm starting week two of social distancing and working from home. I'm fortunate that my company can shift to work from home easily. I found a workstation after a visit to Ikea and Office Depot yesterday. No more kitchen table. Yes. I don't have any additional free time since I'm still working. It's eerily quiet, and I'm also still busy here in Portland, if that makes sense. I walk the dogs every afternoon, and that's really my only time out, minus grocery store shopping now. Our governor put a, quote, stay-at-home order today, which is a little bit more strict than a shelter-in-place due to people flocking to the Oregon coast last weekend. Essential travel only, and for now that will be trips to the grocery store, 
We have 10 rolls of toilet paper currently. I hope to one day be able to find some in the store. My wife and I are hanging in there. I am furious that more people are not taking this seriously. Thank you very much for your message, Heather. Um, yeah, it seems like toilet paper is the thing people are are hoarding and going crazy for. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, everybody has said this, but there's like a million other things. Like if you really are in a survival situation, toilet paper is just really be so far down on the list. But um, yeah, I you know, the funny thing is like I go to the store and really there hasn't been much. There was like one or two days of panic shopping where the store was like emptied out of meat and yogurt, um, which is a very Turkish thing, just the yogurt to be gone. It's basically the most essential thing. I'm so the yogurt and the tea, I'm I'm not surprised, and the meat, I'm not surprised that all of those were sort of gone. But as we're walking through the grocery store, I was like, all the stuff that I normally eat wasn't gone, and I was like, I almost felt like kind of offended. I was like, you guys are not hoarding like all the funky stuff that I eat, and I was like, huh, maybe maybe I'm just, I don't know, maybe I should eat more popular stuff. I don't, I don't know. I, I was like. Nobody's getting the, nobody's buying the hazelnut milk and all these raspberries, but the toilet paper is gone. I don't know. Whatever. Random thought. That's what happens when you're in quarantine. Random thoughts. Everybody share me your random thoughts on Twitter at Fox Nomad. All right. Next message. This one. Here we go. This one is from Hakel. We are in Holly Springs, North Carolina, just southwest of Raleigh. It's very calm paced area, so kids are having fun being at home. I only have one, and to me it feels like a vacation. Because we both work from home, nothing has changed. We take turns studying with him all the classes he would like to have he would have taken in school, and he takes breaks to play video games every once in a while. The teachers of his school are contacting us almost every day, and they have activities online simultaneously and also have a way to interact with them. The only downside is that they weren't the only downside is that they won't be learning new things much, but it's okay. We also play board games and we go out and play in our backyard, treehouse, but inside we are fine as well. Thank you very much for your message. And with that, I've got two other travel bloggers who want to share their messages from different parts of the world. So I hope you enjoy those. Hi there, I'm Nora Dunn, otherwise known as the professional hobo, and I'm not wearing any pants. Let's just start there in the myriad of silver linings that we can find from living in isolation with coronavirus. I have a home base in Canada. I, uh, I used to travel full time. I traveled full time for 12 years. A few years ago, I got a home base in Canada, but I travel for about half of every year. So I was abroad in Greece when coronavirus started getting very serious and call it divine intuition, call it a series of coincidences, call it dumb luck, call it whatever you will. Uh, I actually ended up returning home from my travels early uh, and also before things started getting really serious with quarantines and lockdowns and border closures. So I consider myself very lucky to have a, a place to have returned home to. Uh, and, you know, after all these years of traveling on the road, uh, I, I think actually there's no place like home uh, has, a, has a very special meaning for me. Now, 
Regarding isolation, it's kind of business as usual for me. I've been working from home or from whatever my home on the road is for years, decades actually. So for me, there's there's actually not really much difference, but I know for many people, they are now working from home and this is a very new thing, uh, or they're homeschooling their kids who are out of school. And, and the one thing I guess that uh, is my life-saving tip that I will impart to uh, anyone who wants to listen is a routine is really key. It's very important to have a, a routine and to stick to it uh, in order to remain productive uh, and also to some extent to, to maintain your sanity through this period of isolation. Regarding travel, I do think that we will all travel again. It may take a little bit, uh, a little while, but in the meantime, for me, I take comfort in the knowledge that uh, personally for me, travel is not so much an act unto itself, nor is it a thing to do, but rather it is a way of being and a way of living. And as long as I am living in this world, I am traveling through it. Whether I'm traveling through my inner landscapes or whether I'm traveling vicariously by watching shows and movies or whether I'm simply traveling from the kitchen to the bathroom to the bedroom. Uh, there, as long as we have this spirit of travel and adventure inside us, I think that uh, it's a good day. Nora Dunn, also known as the professional hobo. Ciao. Hey everyone, Sophie here from wonderfulwanderings.com recording this from Belgium. I was actually still in Lisbon until last week, but I decided to take the last commercial flight home uh, on Friday to ride out this corona thing. Um, so I'm currently in an Airbnb where I'm self-isolating for two weeks before I'll go to my parents. I didn't want to take any risks because um, you never know if you're a carrier or not. So the situation in Belgium at the moment is that you're allowed out to go do groceries um, to help like family who may be a risk group or like elderly parents, grandparents. Um, you're also allowed to go to the pharmacy and the doctor and you're allowed to go out for walks but only like around your living place and only with the same people that you live with or with like one friend and you have to keep a meter and a half distance so that meter and a half distance goes all the time whenever you come outside um, you're also not allowed to drive further away from where you live so for example i'm lucky because the airbnb i'm staying in has a forest just like 300 meters from here so I can go for walks there. Um, but for example, if you don't live near a green space, you're not allowed to drive to a forest to go um, for a walk. You have to do it in the vicinity of your home. Um, currently, I think the restrictions here are until April 5th, but I'm pretty sure they will prolong. So let's wait and see. And welcome back. It is me again. Um, hopefully I'm doing a decent job reading these. I mean, this is kind of a different format for the podcast and I hope you enjoy listening to these. So, um, make sure that you let me know what you think on Twitter at Fox Nomad. The next email is from Michael who says, um, ah, here we go. Okay. So he says, I'm based in Bangalore, India, where most people are still anxious about the virus. I'm yet unaffected. I follow the safety precautions and avoid seriously ill people and so on. I pass the time creatively composing various themes of for literature on my tablet and handwriting, which I later type to my laptop and post online. The cafe where I sit and work over hot or iced coffee is safe. Few customers on mo most days. 
And then he sent a follow-up. This was a couple days later. And he said, all the restaurants and cafes and pubs are locked down uh, because someone disobeyed the curfew and went out to a pub and the virus is spreading. But I think that's pretty much everywhere. I think I think everywhere is going through this situation where things slowly began to slow down. And then there was this click where you start seeing things just being ordered to close and, and shut down. And uh, that's where we are. So the next email is from Mara, who says, hope I'm not late, but here goes nothing. Nope, you're not late. Here we go. First of all, my apologies for language mistakes. English is not my first language. No need to apologize. I'm trapped here at home in Buenos Aires, Argentina. The quarantine or the, quote, stay at home advice has been taken pretty seriously, and I can honestly say I've never lived anything like it before. The streets look like those empty ones in post-apocalyptic movies with just a few cars and one or maybe two people walking around the supermarkets. Of course, there are those who think they are invincible and try to travel to the beach and enjoy a long weekend and the great weather without thinking they are putting other people's lives at risk. Fortunately, the police and armed forces have been able to stop them and send them home under police surveillance. I haven't left the house in a week and tomorrow I'm going to buy groceries since all we have is two packets of noodles. So yeah, we're not getting fat sitting at home. I can hear one or two buses every 10 minutes on the main street as I don't own or drive a car. I'm not sure how I'm getting to the shops or how long it will take to get there or return home. Yes, I could ask for home delivery, but that's only possible if you own at least one credit card, which I don't. I know, unthinkable. I never liked them and I haven't changed my mind. If I've got the money, I buy things. And if I don't, why get into debt? No, thank you. As I have my mom at home who can't go outside since she's one of those people who is at high risk of exposure to the virus, I got to be very careful while outside so I don't bring the virus back home to her. Even though there are not so many people yet infected in our country, it's all pretty scary. Only those who are producing and delivering food and other necessities are allowed to circulate the streets and go to work. I'm lucky in that department since I'm able to stay at home with no fear of losing my job, but others are not so lucky. In my country, the army is distributing food to those families who need to live, quote, day to day and who don't have money to buy food for themselves. That's all so far. Hopefully my blah, blah, blah turns out useful to someone. Take care. Thank you very much for your email and sharing your story. I, I appreciate it. And the next one is from Anil in Mumbai. That's a good name. Good, good name. All right. So he is, he sent some images of Mumbai before the lockdown in India happened. So again, I'm leading you to that video again, linked in the, the show notes down below. It's just really interesting to see all these photos. Um, but it's from Mumbai and there's not a single person out. It is insane. It's just crazy. And if you've ever been to India, seeing anywhere in India without any people is, is at least especially in Mumbai, is is uh, quite a sight. So I, I encourage you to check out those photos. So his, uh, his letter says, So that is how life has become, homebound with new discipline forming habits falling into place trying to maintain some routines because it's so easy to fall into a lethargic Netflix binging trap. Here it is a total lockdown for 21 days and we are on day three. Some emerging habits that are filling in my space these days, work emails, news updates, reading up on photography, editing tools, movies on the net, cooking, catching up on my eight hour sleep routine, some cardio and core training workouts, some family time, and last but not least, catching up on some much required internalizing and soul searching 
Thank you very much for sharing your message and good luck on the soul searching. All right, and with that, I've got two more messages from travel bloggers around the world for you. Hi everyone, uh, my name is uh, Joao from the No Footprint Nomads. I'm currently living in uh, Vietnam. Um, we are actually living here and planning to stay here some more months. And since the crisis have started, we consider moving back home to Portugal. Uh, we are both from Portugal, but um, we decided to stay here. We feel that Vietnam has done a pretty good job um, without any kind of lockdown. Uh, numbers have been around 120s or something for, and, and we are neighbors to China. So I think it's pretty good job. So we decided to stay here. We, have, we are doing our own self-quarantine. Some people are doing it, others aren't. It's fine, it's, again, it's not mandatory, but we decide to do it ourselves. Um, in a way, our life for the last month, because we have so much work and we've been doing so much work online, our life hasn't changed much. Uh, we spend most of the day at home, like we did before. We got our groceries delivered. The only thing we do in the morning, we go out for a little bit of exercise by ourselves, of course, and we go to the beach, which is empty, um, and we just take a bath and do some meditation and then we come back home and then the difference from before is that instead of going out once in a while or going to play soccer or board games or going out for dinner we don't do that so we stay at home uh, in terms of work we're lucky because we have so much work that we we sometimes forget that we are in quarantine and we are in this living in this moment so you're kind of uh, lucky with that so my suggestion is Try to bring everything you have to do in terms of work, any project that you have, because if you keep your head um, in, in something that entertains you, uh, because you have to, um, then do it, because at least for a while, you'll forget what's going on. Because distractions and things to do and, and going out uh, just, to, just to get some fresh air, you're always going to do right, but there's a big chunk of the time. Uh, so try to get as much work as you can so you can focus on that, all right? That, that will be my advice based on my experience, all right? So everyone, good luck, stay safe, and we'll, we'll go through this. Hi, this is Barbara Weibel from Hole in the Donut. Uh, I am currently in Thailand. I have, uh, this is my only home. I live in the northern part of the country in Chiang Mai, and I've been living here about two and a half years. You know, it's, uh, it's a little bit scary. Uh, but especially at my age, because I'm in the more uh, at-risk group. Yesterday, last night, they ordered uh, a national emergency, a state of emergency. And we don't really know what that means yet because the prime minister hasn't given us any details. Uh, there's, you know, rumors that it's gonna mean we can't go out uh, after six o'clock at night. We are sort of on this modified lockdown, which which gets a bit more, stringent every couple of days. Right now it's a little tough because, you know, I'm feeling a little stir-crazy. Uh, it's, it's kind of strange. As a writer, uh, I haven't felt uh, any problem with staying in for a couple of days. I often sort of stay in and binge write and get caught up on my posts from the blog. But um, I think it's psychological that the fact that I can't go out now is a bit um, more unsettling it's it's i feel a bit like i've lost my freedom um i'm disappointed that we haven't made more progress in treating each other like human beings i wonder whether this coronavirus will 
uh, have an effect to the, for the positive in that direction. And, and I hope that there will be lessons learned from this, um, like there seemed to be after 9-11, when New Yorkers started treating each other with kindness and caring. So that's where I am. I'm fine for right now. Hopefully, knock on wood, everything will be fine. I hope all of you are fine. And I hope you're taking precautions so that you don't get sick and you don't get others sick. Thanks. Bye. And I am back with a message from Stephen who says, I'm in Anchorage, Alaska, and we are under a, quote, hunker down order. So I have only been leaving the house to take walks and ride my bike. We don't have a huge problem here yet, only 17 cases, but our mayor acted early to prevent a huge problem. Most of my work is online, so my daily routine is hardly affected, although I am a part-time tour guide in Alaska and I have lost that work for the time being. I don't have a lot of extra time, but I'm reaching out to friends and family more by phone and spending more time editing photos. Hope you are staying healthy. Thank you very much, Stephen. I appreciate that. I hope you're staying healthy up there as well. And I wanted to wrap this up. Thank you, everybody who sent emails and messages. If I didn't get to your message, I apologize. There's just so, so many of them. Um, I'm going to try to compile this into a larger resource. But for now, these are some of the messages that I got. And I was able to make it onto the podcast and go through. So thank you, everybody who sent a message. I appreciate it. I'm glad that you all are doing well. Um, and I hope you're doing well. And I hope I think we'll get through this uh, pretty quickly and by the end of the year, maybe we won't even remember it. You know, like when they do these New Year's recaps every year and you're like, this happened in the past year and you watch those YouTube videos or whatever and you're like, man, I didn't remember that, 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 that and all that stuff that happened in January, February, March. I wonder if the Corona thing will be like that where we're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, Corona, that thing. Hopefully that's the case, we'll see. Um, all right, so I have one last message that I want to share with you. This is from Liz in Valencia. So I want to leave you with this message. So here we go. It says, I'm proud of the people here in Valencia. I haven't seen much as I've been in quarantine since I arrived, but I can tell you that the neighborhood where I'm staying seems like a ghost town. People can only leave home for three reasons, to go to the supermarket, to go to the drugstore, or to walk their dogs. Every time I look at the window, I only see buses driving by and very few people walking their dogs while going to the supermarket. It's a very calm environment here. I feel at peace. The first few days, we were a bit worried about the supermarket shutting down, but one day, a worker in the supermarket approached me in one of the aisles, and she shared with me that they won't run out of food. She told me, quote, A bus with 27 packets of food will arrive tomorrow. We won't stop and leave people without food ever, unquote. After she told me that, without me asking, I felt at peace and I didn't feel the need to do some panic shopping. Every night at 8 p.m. we all open our windows and clap for several minutes in a row to thank people who are still working out there to help keep us alive. After the clapping is done, some of the neighbors start playing songs very, very loudly to motivate everyone else. Songs like We Are The Champions and some Spanish songs that I'm not familiar with. I always smile at this time. It's a beautiful little routine that we have. There's a family half block away. Every day around 2 p.m. they go to the balcony and clap and make noise. I think it's a distraction for their children. Uh, the parents smile and cheer, and as a consequence, the, the children smile and cheer. They seem very positive. In front of me, I can see my neighbors exercising on the rooftop every now and then or taking their child to the rooftop so that they can use their bike for a little bit. I really can't complain. I haven't seen much, but I feel safe and calm here. And that's how I hope you, all of you, are feeling. Thank you very much, Liz, for sharing that story. 
I hope all of you are feeling calm and safe and uh, not not getting panicked. And uh, thank you very much for listening to this special episode of the Fox Nomad podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode.